right, guys. It's, we're recording. Pretty honest. <laughs> oh. That was exciting. All right. Well, ladies, so, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Timmy Gibson Show. Woo! Um, water to wine. I'm super excited about this podcast. Actually, and our and our wine today is Lismore Single Malt Scotch Whiskey. Yeah, it is so good. Have you tried it yet? <laughs> Brought to you it's, by. Right, what? Well, cheers, everybody! I did. It is phenomenal. Cheers! Oh Thank shit! Thank you. Oh, Bill, Bill, I didn't get you. Uh, yeah, I got to do it. Cheers. Yeah, so <laughs> water to wine or whiskey to wine. Water to scotch. What? Yeah. <laughs> water to scotch. Um, so today's topic is a very good topic uh, that I think our listeners will really uh, appreciate us like cussing this and discussing. And that's the whole topic of, you know, does God hear us when we pray? I mean, and of course, that's assuming there's a God, right? I mean, we're making a lot of assumptions when it comes to that. And um, I've kind of come full circle to where I used to, you know, try to pray for an hour because Jesus told his disciples, could you not tarry for one hour? So I'm like, okay, I can do this. I can pray for an hour so that Jesus can be happy with me. Was he happy with you? I don't know. <laughs> and, you know, now where I'm at is... I just don't, with anything I say, just to kind of give a caveat, anything I say, I am very aware I could be wrong, right? Like people say, Jesus is the only way. I like, I don't think so, but I could be wrong, right? I mean, at the end of the day, maybe I'm wrong. So even with everything we're going to talk about today, I don't know if any one person has the answers. And I think that what I love about this podcast is it's a safe place for people to journey spiritually or within their Christian faith. And it's okay to have questions. Like, it's okay to wonder, you know, was Jesus God? I mean, what, you know, was he really? I mean, the reality is we don't fucking know that the, the reality is we don't know. So as a Christian, I felt like, at least for me, I felt like I couldn't have these discussions. So, you know, Bill was asking me the other day, like, what's the purpose of this podcast? Like, why are we doing this? And I was like, great question, Bill. The, I'm doing this because one, it's therapeutic for me to talk about my journey Two, I know there are people listening to this podcast right now that are wrestling with the very same things that we talk about, you know, and they're wondering like, what's the purpose in prayer? Why should I pray? Does God hear us? If God knows everything he already knows before we pray. So why pray? I mean, there's all these things, right? So I think I just, I do this. It, it really is. It uh, it's selfish. It, you know, for me, it's a, it's my personal journey, but I just am very aware that I'm not alone. And there are other people who feel it's either. And I think Luke said this, it's either Christian or atheist. There's no in between. <laughs> and the reality is no, there isn't, there is an in between like that. You can not subscribe to the hardcore dogmental dog, Matic, fundamental evangelical whatever type belief system that there could be an in-between and you don't have it the, the other is not atheism mm -hmm. um so when it comes to prayer i mean so do you view spirituality as this middle ground between christianity and atheism right now i feel like if you're a christian you are spiritual 
But if you're spiritual, it doesn't necessarily mean you're a Christian. Does that make sense? Does that, does that sound right? Yeah. Like meaning, I think you can be Buddhist, Hindu. You don't need one to have the other. Right. Right. I, but I feel like there are some people that are, again, I can only reference how I was brought up, but it's like, when you're a Christian, you're a Christian. You're definitely not Buddhist because they're going to hell. You're definitely not Hindu because they're going to hell. You're definitely not Catholic because they're going to hell. Like, you're not anything. You are a Jesus-following Christian, which is the only way. Anything and everything else is wrong. So, but going back to prayer, what was the reason in evangelical Christianity, in your background, why you wanted people to pray? What was the main purpose of that? Yeah, that's evolved over the time. But I would say towards the end of my Christian life, I viewed prayer as a way to communicate with God. I'm talking about like when you were in the deepest part of evangelical Christianity. To change God's mind, to get him to do shit for you. <laughs> I mean, that like, yeah, like God's going to, I'm going to pray for Patrick Mahomes. And so he's going to throw great and we're going to win. and. I'm going to pray for this job that I need. And so God's going to give it to so me. So it's usually like a request. Right. It's like, I'm praying for God to do shit for me and that's what he's going to do. And then of course, you know, <laughs> you can't live that way for too long till you realize that doesn't fucking work. I think for me, when I was younger, I was told, I don't remember where I heard it from, but I was told, Hey, if you don't talk to Jesus and he's not going to know who you are, <laughs> When it when it when you're when you're gonna die, if you don't have a relationship, then he's that makes sense. Yeah, he's not gonna that. know you. And so I was like, oh god, I have to make before I go to bed every night. I gotta like think real hard and and pretend like I'm having a conversation. You gotta stay on Jesus's mind, right? Or, or else he'll forget about me. I was told that before. That's, so so for me, prayer was terrible. It was a way it, to stay in front of him. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. But when I found out, like what I was praying for. I don't really recall praying for like anything like super specific. I didn't like pray. Oh, help me win the spelling bee or whatever. Cause I'm all talent when it comes to that. I don't need Jesus help. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, a nerd. I just love, you have such a balanced. I, I love your Luke's. I kind of like your worldview. I mean, you weren't raised like, well, like me and Maddie, you weren't raised and I, I'm putting words in her mouth, but I mean, I was raised very like specific mm -hmm. and there wasn't a lot of room for, maybe Jonah wasn't actually swallowed by a fish. Maybe that was a story to like you were raised that that could be or couldn't be. I was raised. No, it's a fucking fact. And if you don't believe it as a fact, you're going to hell. Yeah, it definitely was not that aggressive. So I feel like in a way I kind of represent the quote unquote average Christian in a way like, yeah, I go to church, go through the rituals, but I don't really didn't really think too deeply about it at the time. But like going back to what I was saying here, like when I was praying, I was just thinking like, oh, what, what can I pray about? You know, I don't really remember praying for any like specific thing. It was just like, hey, thanks. Thanks for the, thanks for the day. Help me fall asleep easily without having to stay up. <laughs> Sometimes I <laughs> like nothing like that big. Like, oh, God, like I get like scratch like rack my brain like what can i talk to him about because i was just you know a kid living out in the middle of nowhere like uh, help me fall asleep tonight help me have good dreams help today tomorrow be a good day help you know? maddie fall in love with me <laughs> god well, that's please. a really good comment because because of the things that we pray for too because i think 
I don't know if prayer does anything, but I do think if people have, well, okay, we do a kind of meditation called meta, which is uh, a feeling of love for all beings. Mm -hmm. And it's, it starts with you and then, you know, uh, it's kind of guided. So it keeps going out and going out to the country, Mm -hmm. to the world from your place. So it starts with you. So, so that isn't really prayer, but if we pray for world peace, for example, or we pray for the people that are in war torn countries and refugees, that isn't necessarily just prayer, but to me, it's kind of meta. Like I, I, I worry about these people. I want them to be well and safe, but is that a prayer or is that just me feeling empathy for people and hoping that just by saying that and expressing it, maybe it contributes to the universal love energy and that maybe it'll help them in some small way. I don't, I usually don't think it will, but I do that for me too, Mm. as a practice of meta practice to love others, to feel empathy, to tap into that and to think outside of my own suffering. So that is like a prayer, but but it's not a Christian prayer. Right. So, so what I'm getting at is that it really is a ritual that we find comfort in. If it has any power to change or not, I think there is some merit to it as a comfort measure for us. Yeah. Now, you know, if we're praying to win the Super Bowl, I think that's nonsense. <laughs> I hate it when people say, oh, you know, you know, thank God we won this. You know, you know, the players put their hand. Oh, God, oh you know, brother. God bless it. God didn't bless your game tonight. He doesn't. He doesn't give a shit. Right. He, he doesn't give a fucking shit. care and, you know, about how far you can fucking throw the ball. If, you know, and and if he does bless America and our Super Bowl athletes, uh, and that's a priority for him. I've got problems right. with his priorities. He's got messed up <laughs> there's, priorities. There's so many other things. <laughs> so many other things that need to, you know, that need a win. That some some football. Right, there's some shit going on in Afghanistan I, yeah. that you might want to get your eyes on compared to fucking the football game. So that's not really prayer. Well, so, so maybe we can kind of talk about that. What I would is love it? to talk about that. Yeah, what does it mean? So there's a study. There's an actual study. Oh, I'm sorry, Maddie. Oh, there's there's an actual study um, that I because in studying for this topic, um, there were people. Uh, it was a controlled scientific study that there was a group of people assigned to pray for certain people. No difference. No difference. What do you mean? That. These people are going to pray for these people to whatever, get well, whatever it was. This was like a controlled experiment. Yeah, there was, there was, a, there was this experiment the that basically like, you're going to be prayed for, but bef- we're not going to do like they do in the Christian world, which is, hey, Luke, I'm praying for you. You know it. I know it. I'm praying for you that you get the job. Mm-hmm. Mm. The reality is what they did in this controlled group is these people gave their request. I want a good job. Well, whatever, whatever the request is. And that, that you were told not whether they're praying for you or not, but that they prayed for these people and then they prayed and they didn't pray for these people. Wait, wait, okay. So I'm confused. (laughs) So there's, so there's group a and group B 
Group A is being prayed for. There's a, a placebo group, right? And then saying. there's another group that's not being prayed for. B is not being prayed for. And, and what are and are they both like doing a task? There was some some I can't. I, it's vague in my mind. I've had too many whiskeys, maybe. <laughs> but there was some kind of like it was very controlled. Like A group, B group. A group is being prayed for. B group wasn't. All this stuff. There was no difference. There was no difference. Everybody experienced the same cancer. They experienced the same, like there was no, there wasn't like, oh, wow, that's weird. This A group was being prayed for. They recovered quicker. There's none of that. There, there's no difference. I think we should try that ourselves. Yeah. I think we should do our own little. Honestly, <laughs> the, there was a group that now the placebo effect came into effect. Yeah. When the people told, when they were told they're being prayed when for. they really weren't uh yeah so what was wild is when they were told they were being prayed for whether they were actually being prayed for or not that made a difference so i think you you alluded to it before when you say to someone i'm praying for you that's basically another way of saying i'm thinking about you i want you to do well i support you right exactly yeah. i support yeah, you're you. on my mind yeah yeah and I think that when you add that relational aspect to it, I think that can be very powerful. Just I think to, it can help the other person. Yeah, whether or, they're not even, whether they're a Christian or not. Because mm -hmm. um, it's a loving gesture. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So Matt, I'm curious, how did your family treat prayer? Was it dogmatically ritualized or was it, or not, was it that extreme <laughs> or did they just pray like for dinner? Yes, I would say it was, I mean, it was our, sorry, I have a lot of thoughts going on right now. Um, yes, I would say it was more dogmatic in the sense that like you had to pray because otherwise God wouldn't know who you are. Like you have to speak to God. Um, so we did before bed every night, before every meal, um, and it was ritualized. And I was even thinking about how are Christians spiritual? Because someone said at the beginning, um, like you can be um, a Christian and spiritual, but you don't have to be spiritual and be a Christian, which I don't think is true. I think I know Christians that aren't necessarily, necessarily spiritual because really what are their spiritual acts that you're doing if you're not praying? Like that's the only one I could really think of. Um, but so even though I grew up that way, I kind of went through a shift in high school um, where it was my little brother actually was in an argument with a girl from his class and they were just adamantly fighting for like years about predestination. And that could be a whole topic in itself. And that kind of just got me thinking like, okay, like we are not, if we pray, we're not going to change. Like God already has a plan. So if predestination not, exists. Yeah, prayer isn't going to matter. Right. We're or not. We're not going to change His mind. Like when He already has a plan, it's going to happen regardless of if we pray or not. But my prayer life, it, it just changed. I I would almost say I prayed more because it came more for a personal perspective. Like okay, God, like help me feel peace about this situation. Help me love this person help me like give more generously so it came more from like an attitude and more of like 
a personal spirituality than like change my situation right? kind of thing, which I think in itself is almost better because then it allowed me to like have a more open heart towards those situations. And I could, even though I might not have been changing God's plans, I was changing my view of the world in That's those what plans. I think prayers. I think, I think personally, I think prayer is more about changing me than it is changing God. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, I don't think God's like, oh, I'm going to get you that job. Like, I think prayer is what prepares me for the job or give me the strength and right. the wisdom to get this job and to, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Cause I just don't, yeah. I don't, it's I don't, personal. it's a right. personal Very prayer. Much so, yeah. Well, even in the sense, I know when you propose the topic, God doesn't hear us pray. My first instinct is, is like, um, well, yeah, you're right. But on the other hand, like, I don't necessarily agree with that because if I believe in God, if I believe in Jesus and that I have a part of the Holy Spirit and I'm part of this universe and he exists in me along with everybody else, then yes, if I'm praying for my well-being, I'm praying to a, to that Holy Spirit within me to allow me to better the world and the universe I'm serving. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I mean, just my personal view is I I uh, I don't I don't I don't see God as like, oh, Timmy's praying. What does he want? I'm gonna do that. I just I, like I just like he's there with a the notepad ready to grant. Right. Oh, Timmy's what praying that he'll get that job, so I'm gonna go ahead and give him that job since he prayed about it. If he had not prayed about it, I wouldn't have given him the job. Oh, so I have, don't believe in that at all. Imagine if everyone actually did get what they prayed for. No, oh. it would be how terrible. That yeah, would be. it'd be tyranny. Yeah. Imagine. <laughs> With, with a life without boundaries or I'm thinking of Bruce all the the movie Bruce Almighty such great a great movie, movie. Yeah, such a great movie like when you said prayer I instantly thought of like yes <laughs> on all the prayers yes <laughs> like yes I won the lottery but I only won seven dollars yeah. <laughs> exactly because they all won right but yeah then <laughs> did you see that movie no, I've never seen it. Oh my gosh, Maybe you I have to see, see that movie. It's movie brilliant. It, yeah. It's a brilliant movie. So, so people Bruce all Almighty. prayed to win the lottery, and then there wasn't any money for everybody. Right, because everybody, everybody won. won. Right. Like, because yeah, like, I mean, he went, cents. he went. Basically, what he did is all these prayers were coming in. He didn't know what to do with them, so he's like, "I'm going to put them all in the email." And literally, he said, "Control Delete." All responded, "Yes." Boom! Send. Everybody gets a yes to their prayers. It caused mayhem. Because there are, you know, millions of prayers coming in every second. He's trying Brilliant. to. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, exactly. Right. Which is just like when you. Yeah. Because clearly I'm not an atheist. Right. But I just don't view God like that. Like. I just don't view that he's listening to all of our prayers and going, oh, let's see what Maddie wants. Let's see what Bill wants. Let's see what Luke wants. Let's see what. And again, I'm very limited mind. Right. Maybe. 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 Maybe that is what's going on. I highly, I was the only, is he only listening to prayers or is he not listening when you're not praying to your, to your thoughts? Well, to an evangelical, he knows your thoughts. Well, he knows your thoughts, but to an evangelical, especially this brand of evangelical that I was raised in, that the prayer of faith is what moves mountains. So, so here's how it went. If you, if you had cancer, Luke, Let's just say, and I prayed for you, Bill prayed for you, Madison prayed for you, you prayed for you. If you, if the doctors with everything and all that, if you got healed, if you didn't die from it, God 
answered your prayer and healed you by faith. You must have had the faith necessary to bring your healing. If you didn't get healed and you died, it would be, well, he didn't apparently have enough faith. Nor did anybody else praying for you have the faith required to get the answer because, and they re, they recite Mark eleven twenty three, which is whatsoever you pray when you just, when you pray, believe that you receive it and you shall have it. Meaning, if I'm believing it when I pray it, there is no maybe; it's a for sure. It's gonna happen. So, in other words, if it doesn't happen, then there's only one mistake that happened. I didn't want it. It wasn't God. It was you. You didn't have enough faith. I must not have wanted to cure cancer enough in that regard. It's your fault. And to me, that is fucking bullshit. Like I cannot. No, it's ridiculous. It is fucking ridiculous. If you know, if a small child prays for world peace, you know, little kids, right? Oh, uh, yeah, they really mean point. that. They really mean it. They really mean it when they pray. They're so sensitive, right? They're like, oh, God, please. I don't want to Who wouldn't heal war. a fucking child? Every yeah. child that had you cancer know, those answers fucking healed them. Or, or cancer, you know, whatever right. you want to add. Right. Anything. Starvation. It, it doesn't happen. Right. But this child is innocent and, <laughs> and, and sweet and loving and suffering, and their prayers aren't answered. Uh, so, you know, they have more faith, you know, than most people. Absolutely. Uh, and less knowledge of the world, certainly. But right. they. Sincere of heart. Oh, very, pure. very oh sincere. No very, ill will. Very genuine. Oh, oh, you know, oh, mommy, you know, there's war on TV. Why doesn't God stop the war? I'm going to pray tonight. Oh, right. Stop the war. And then it keeps going. Right. Right. And if that, if to me, if that verse, how I was taught it, then it's not there would be, that would all be fixed. Yeah. The child prayed with the most innocent, pure prayer you could ever fucking pray ever. Yeah. Nothing happened. I will say I grew up with the perspective that, yes, I remember that verse very clearly. The way I grew up is that, yes, God will answer your prayer. The answer isn't always yes. The answer can be no. The answer could be not right now. And then, then you kind of have to have the issue of like, okay, well, Everything happens for a reason, which I don't necessarily well, believe well, either. But, but, but I think, yeah. yeah, I think there is something behind like, yes, maybe if he does answer, maybe the answer just isn't always yes. I remember that. If, I remember that being yeah. taught in high school. Sometimes <laughs> the answer is no. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's just my personal. Right. No, I, I would I would tend to agree. But because yeah. I don't think like everything does happen for a reason, like I don't think there is good coming from war or from children dying of cancer. Like that's not, that doesn't make sense in my mind. Right. And that's part of the struggle. You know, it's, yeah, it's just like, there's so, there's no, and I even heard Neil deGrasse Tyson talk about this. He said that if, if like he mentioned nine 11, he said, if nine 11 only killed non-christian you know and it didn't kill children and it was then there would be some kind of a quantity you could quantify like that's interesting only bad things happen to Mm. unfaithful evil people and good things seem to follow good people like you know he's like then you could actually quantify and say wow you know being a christian actually does seem to give you a better life. Your marriages always go a little distance. Like everything seems to work out better. If you survive plane crashes, if you're a Christian, is that what? Yeah. Basically what he was saying is in this this book is that 
there is literally no difference. You're protected. There is no, there is, there is no, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what your faith is. It doesn't matter how much you pray. It doesn't matter how much, it does, none of that matters. I think what matters is your mindset at the end of the day. When it, when it does come down to those situations, I think the peace that you have, you're in the plane crash, you survive or you die. What's your mindset? Where is your heart going? Who are you surrounded by? If you have a community and the community happens to be Christian, you're surrounded by love. Yeah. And I think it's she brings all, up a good point. I think it all comes down to mindset. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it comes down to, I mean, what, yeah, what Maddie said, I think to me, the biggest value of, of, Christian faith or any faith for that matter is community is a community. Yeah. yeah. Like, like I think that that's to me, that's the biggest benefit from. Well, you can't have faith. religion without community. None of them would no. exist without community. And it's the same for all of them. You're bound by that's what it's for. Yeah. So, yeah. so let me ask this. So do you guys, and we can kind of go around the room. We'll, we'll, I'll, Rather than put Maddie on the spot, I'll put Luke on the spot and we'll go this way. So do you think that God hears you when you pray? No, I don't. I think prayer is definitely more of a, of a like what we talked about already. Like it's a very personal um, ritual that people can go through to help them themselves meditate. It helps them like to understand um, their own lives more. If they, it's just having a chance to just pause and really think about like what am i praying for why am i praying for this um but then again like i don't know like no god doesn't hear our prayers i mean i'm more like i feel like he does i can't literally i literally my logical mind says no he can't but my heart says someone listens god must listen like i don't i can't really sure. explain that um but yeah i, I guess that's Somewhere in the middle is where I stand. Yeah. What about you, Bill? Wow. Yeah. Um, the Buddhist monk. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, people keep saying that, but I was raised Catholic by a very Catholic devout family, oh, priests wow. and right. nuns in my family. That. And I, yeah, the whole thing, you know, it, it was a serious. Do you have a rosary? I do. Well, I, I do somewhere. I, I do. I do. It's not on <laughs> me. Right there, it's not with do. me. Yeah. Um, but no, 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 I don't think that there's anything being that's listening to my wants and needs. Uh, I, I just don't. Cause now Buddhist Buddhism does not there. Is there a God in Buddhism? When the Buddha was asked about God, he didn't answer one way or the other. Interesting. And the same, you know, for heaven and hell, which says that he doesn't know, or maybe he was just too smart to answer that kind of question. I think it's brilliant, but he did. You know, he wanted people to to study what he taught, you know, to investigate is a big part of Buddhism, you know, is to investigate. And that differs very much from Christianity, where you're you're told not to investigate or think critically or, you're, you know, you're to know you know, to test it out. You should just have faith. You shouldn't, you know, no matter uh, the outcome, there's an explanation. You, for that's it, right. That's right. So, so you don't need to investigate. You've it's all here in front of you. Yeah, it's all very clear. If you want to know? Read the Bible. There's no it's reason right to investigate or think about it. Uh, but but that was one of the Buddhist big big deals was the I don't know. But if you want to investigate this, I think it might be beneficial. It might help you. That I give I have more respect for Buddhism now. I didn't know that. That's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, that is very cool. But in terms of God or uh, you know, and 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 I mentioned this 
earlier to you guys that people in Southeast Asian or most Asian cultures, I don't know if all of them, probably most of them, they do often refer to Buddha as Lord Buddha. Oh. And some people will use the expression, you know, uh, I, I prayed to Buddha. And, which I don't really understand, but that's a cultural thing. That's a cultural thing. When they say pray to Buddha, it's not like we when we say pray to God. It's or is it it's, or is it different? I think it might somewhere? be pretty similar. I've never really had the conversation like, hey, you know, you just said you're going to pray to Lord Buddha. Can you tell me more about that? <laughs> what the fuck I'm you a, mean? I'm a little, <laughs> cur- a I'm a little curious. <laughs> uh, so, so I don't really know, but uh, you know, and then I've asked my teachers about the idea of, of Lord Buddha and the idea that people see it as religion. And, and it's really, you know, it's because of culture. Mm-hmm. It's, I think we're predisposed to build things and to form communities. And that means we have to, to kind of, you know, to make things up, we have to make things work. Maybe. I mean, I don't know, but, uh, but so yeah, to answer your question in short, I don't believe that there's anybody listening to my petty wants and needs. Uh, I just don't. I do believe that if we can be in the presence of our own self or not self and have a feeling of love for all beings and we concentrate on that, then I do like to think that that contributes to that it's beneficial somehow to the world, to the universe. I don't know how or why, but I do think so. And early, early, you mentioned a study, and and they've done also meditation studies as well. Um, and you can look these up, but they do world meditation moments where they'll have, you know, two million people will meditate at this time oh. all over the world. Uh, from this point to this point, and and crime went down, murders went down, lots of things happened that c- kind of showed that maybe that might have had some sort of really loving contribution. I want to be peace. a part of that. <laughs> yeah. So, Maddie, what do you, what do you think about? You think anybody hears us when we pray? I'm I'm somehow a weird mixture mixture between Luke and Bill in the sense that like um, I do think that the energy that we put out into the world well first we have if we pray and if you believe in God the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit and if I'm praying for my own well being I'm praying to the Holy Spirit and then the energy I put there and I'm putting out into the world in that sense yes I do think God hears me and then it's answered. Um, so I guess it's probably not what you were looking for. I don't know if there's some grand being up there hearing every single person talk. Um, that's hard for me to wrap my mind around as a human that that'd be hard for, for anybody to wrap their mind around. Cause I mean, just saying it out loud <laughs> kind of sounds like the whole Santa Claus thing as well. And just saying, it, it sounds absurd, but, but prayer has such this profound impact. I feel like we mentioned before, like, why am I praying for this job? Why am I praying? What are, then it can be used as a tool to think, okay, what am I actually afraid of? Why do I fear these things? You know, it's like, it's a great way to understand yourself. Absolutely. So in a sense, because I believe in God, yes, I would say I do. It's just probably a little more indirect than how other people may view it. Sure. Yeah. And I, I probably, I resonate 
with Luke, I, I, I think prayer is more about me or more for me, like setting my mind. And this is what I've said before, even towards the end of my Christian uh, life. I, I used to say that prayer is not about getting God to change, but it's changing me. So it's, I always used to say that it's more about me aligning myself with God than it is actually me praying and that God's going, okay, Timmy, I'm going to do this thing for you. Timmy, do you still pray? Um, I more meditate and, and pray in the sense of more universal. Like I pray mm -hmm. like, you know, like, and I'll sometimes say God, or I'll say, you know, the universe, I, I put this out there that I'm really trying to, to expand this or do this or accomplish this. If you could bring me the people and the things that would help make that happen, I would really appreciate it or whatever. Like, but I'm not, I, I don't pray like, Hey God, it's Timmy. Yeah. What's up? Can you, you know what I mean? I just don't, I just don't view it that way though. There's such a mixed emotion within me because I've spent so many years as a Christian. It's just, at this point it's habit. You know what I mean? It's like, I, I could live. If you guys said, Timmy, would you pray? Like if Maddie said, uh, uh, whatever, I don't know. Or Luke or fucking bill. doesn't matter. You guys said, listen, I just got a bad report. Would you pray for me? I would like, I would literally go like, God, I just pray right now for bill. Like he would, I, I would do it, but not in the sense, like in my mind, I wouldn't be thinking that God's like doing some shit and then go, Oh, Timmy's, praying that bill will be healed. So I better do that. There's that community. aspect. It's more of, of it's yeah, it's more of a community. It's more like, Hey Bill, I want you to know I'm in your corner and I'm going to say out loud what you and I want, there which is, is so much power to that. Right. Like I would be like, you know, in the name of God, I just pray that Maddie would be well and that she would have a healthy pregnancy or like, I would pray those prayers. I am not pregnant. Right. People. No, Maddie's, <laughs> Maddie's not pregnant. Is this, true, you are. is this true, Luke? Is this true, Luke? This is true. Right. Like I would, like I would, oh, but God. I mean, genuinely, like if you guys came to me and said, Hey, she's pregnant. I, not only would I pray for her, but I would probably be like, Hey, let's, let's huddle up. Like I would like put my hands on her and you and be like, God, I just pray that you would protect them. And, and it, that would be more of a community thing. Like it would be in my mind, I don't think God's doing shit about it, but for me, it's, I'm doing shit about it. Like I'm speaking into her ears. It's going to be good. Don't worry about it. It's going to be great. I'm speaking in your ears. Hey, don't worry about it, Luke. It's going to be good. It's going to be fine. Like I'm putting into your minds. It's good. It's positive good. vibes. Yes. Yeah. I you're am just, all about positive vibes. Y'all. So you're just, you're just saying I support you. Yeah. That's I'm all. there with you. I'm here. I'm believing you. I'm, I'm excited. I'm, you know, all that. That's how I do it as a chaplain too. I pray. Oh, I bet. All, I pray all, all day long. And and I used to feel kind of weird about it. Like when I first, like my first chaplain job, uh, because people keep saying I'm a Buddhist. And I guess I am, but really I'm not. I'm not I love any, saying it. I'm not anything. I like, you're a Buddhist no, monk. No, 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 I'm not <laughs> anymore. No. He was a Buddhist monk. No, no, but I don't really like any of those, those labels. And I don't, it's a weird thing. I feel uncomfortable with them. But, but that's kind of who I am, I guess. I'd say, but, yeah, you should just own it. I mean, but it, is it what doesn't, it is. uh, but I would feel kind of strange like at first, like, gosh, I don't, you know, is this honest of me to, you know, to pray with these people? They don't even know, yeah. you know, my pedigree or my spiritual 
path or you know what i understand it to be they don't even know i feel like so i felt like i was kind of tricking people and which didn't last long because i would talk to my teachers about this and uh eventually i came to the place where it's like well this is just me loving them you know and being supportive and that's my job as a chaplain and it's the same work it's the same work if i was a hindu or a muslim cleric or or anybody else my job is to give you spiritual support and love you and make you feel safe and loved so it's the same work the buddha did it's the same work jesus did it's the same work mm-hmm. makes no difference right i love that perspective yeah yeah and i i also same wine different bottle right 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 or same water different right. water bottle <laughs> right yeah and you know i think at when, when i was a pastor towards especially towards the end you know when people would want to you know, act, give accolades, you know, just like that, you know, it's, oh, you're a Buddhist monk or, oh, you're a Buddhist or like, there's these, you know, I don't like it. yeah, I, there was a part of me that didn't like it, but then there was a part of me. It's like, well, you know, it just is what it is. I'm like, I'm just a human, but this is the path that I've chosen. And I'd also don't want to be the kind of person that's like, when people say, oh, good job. I'm like, oh, it's not me. It's not me. like, okay, now you're, now you've kind of flipped it onto the false humility, mm, like mm. take the fucking compliment. Yeah. It was a good sermon. You did a good job. Mm. Don't try to downplay it. Like now you look like now this has gone the other way. Now you're just being cheesy. Right. Yeah. It's like, okay, come on. You know, it's like when someone writes a great book, it's, it's a fucking good book. It's a good book. I, and you trying to be ultra humble about it. Well, it's not good. I was just, like, it's a fucking good book. I think imposter syndrome is also very real, though. Mm-hmm. Like, um, if you, because um, there are some people, you are incredibly talented, and I'm sure your prayers do magical things for people if if you believe in magic. But, right. Sure. Um, I do. Yeah, it does it, magic within themselves. It's I'm definitely, sure. mm-hmm. it's definitely helping people, regardless of like your intention. If behind I thought it, that it so wasn't real. helping people, I could not stay in this profession. Exactly. It, it, I, I just couldn't. If I thought it was all this, is just all. Hocus yeah, pocus. His old just an act. I'm up here just acting and telling telling right, you what you, you want to hear. Yeah, if you but, just but demean not, them, like, oh, would you just pray for me? I'm dying. Like, you believe that will actually help? Like that would. Oh yeah. well, yeah, that would be terrible. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that would be. Not even the most unloving thing a person could do at that yeah. point. Well, you know, we did have a chaplain a long time ago that they hired that told a Jew he was going to hell. Oh God, Ooh. he was on his deathbed. No, fuck that. So I, I read part of the study I read. He they were also about placebo effect, and they talked about you know whether prayer is making a difference or not. But there is the police placebo effect, meaning right if she believes in prayer and she asks me as a spiritual leader to pray for her, well she values my prayer, so she thinks it's going to make a difference. So regardless of what I think, I honor her. I'm going to pray for her. The placebo is going to work on her because she was like. Timmy's a spiritual leader. He's praying. It's going to work. I receive it. Well, then it is working. Mm-hmm. I've even said that in my field in audiology is like a placebo effect is still an effect. It, like if you have, absolutely. if you have tinnitus and you do a certain treatment and there's no scientific proof, but you benefit from it somehow. So be it. You benefited. That's great. <laughs> and that, I'll tell you what, I find that placebo effect very magical, meaning Luke's like, I got a headache. I'm like, here you go. This is an Advil. It will take that headache away. He takes it. He's like, oh my God, it worked. And I'm like, that was a sugar pill. Like, but it worked. So I don't know. So that, that's be it. it. Right. <laughs> so be it. Whether, 
like, did the sugar pill actually do that? Well, of course not. It was his belief in the pill. So, an ep- so anyone listening, if someone offers you drugs, you should take them because of the placebo <laughs> pill or the placebo <laughs> effect, just in case. I mean, there. I think there's a lot of value in what we believe in things, which that goes into a whole other scope of believing in people, believing in religions, believing in pharmaceuticals, believing in like so many things. I think belief is ginormous. Pretty powerful. It like, if I believe something's going to work, that's why I think it's, that's why I'm a proponent of to maybe to a fault. I'm very optimistic. You know, I just hardly don't ever like even thinking negative thoughts. I'm just very wired that way. I've trained myself to be everything's good. It's all good. Happy, Mm. happy. Yay. Yay. Blueberry muffins, butterflies. (laughs) Like that's literally the way my mind works. And for the most part, that's how my life is. But I think it's a lot of just, I spin every situation that way. You know what I mean? It's like, even if I lose my job, that's fine. There was a better job and I got a better job. Ah. And I think when you say beliefs, that's definitely a double-edged sword as well. Cause you had beliefs that were very harmful to you and to, and and we've talked about, you know, your friend telling the the other chaplain, telling the Jewish um, person he's going to hell. That belief caused a lot of harm, I'm sure, to that person. Um, so I think this uh, the, the attachment we have to the, to the beliefs can, can cause a lot of harm. So, because whether you – so believing it doesn't make it true. Exactly. That's the thing that's been fascinating to me in this journey is that – Truth doesn't care how you feel. No. And the fact that billions of people believe in the Christian message – that I hold, I, you know, I find it dear to my heart, but then I'm like, yeah, but it's not actually like, that's not actually mm-hmm. probably true like that. You know meaning like all Buddhists and everybody else going to hell. Like it's just wild to me. That's I, 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 again, I'm flabbergasted with my own thinking to think things that I believed with such certainty that now I'm at a place in my life where I'm like, no, and I can't believe that I actually subscribed to that belief system that there was only one narrow way and everybody like Bill was going to hell to burn forever and ever and ever. Why? Well, Bill, because it's not about being good. Bill's yeah, Bill's good. Of course he's a good man, but he doesn't believe in Jesus as the savior. So sorry, so sorry, Bill. Too bad. You're right. Yeah. Like get it ready. The the thought of that that I used to believe that it's harmful. It is it, toxic. It creates so much suffering. It's dualities. Yeah, it is very, I, I have a counselor <clears throat> friend that you guys know, and he says he's, it's very, very, very toxic. The Christian, if you believe it, of course, hardcore, fundamentally, literalistically, it's very, it creates so much shame and so much guilt and so much fear and so much. It's, when you, it's when you hold on to the belief so hard, it becomes dogma. Yeah. And it, and it gets in the way of what the truth actually is. Yeah. That's the thing I've often said is I, I so bad have, I think I, Bill and I were talking about this. I want to know, or I would like to know, I don't know if we can ever know. I would like to know what is true. Meaning, 
you know, the whole Christian story that we all know, right? Or the, or the Buddha story or the Hindu story, whatever the fucking story is. What's actually true though? Like, you know what I mean? Like that's all great. The Hindu story, they all believe it's true. The Buddhists believe all that shit's true. The Christians believe what they believe is true. Like, you know what I mean? Like we all believe certain things. What's actually true? Like if I was to strap a bomb to my body and blow myself up, am I actually going to get 72 virgins? Cause that'd be fucking cool. Right. You know what I mean? Like, is that actually what happens or are, because they believe it so much that they're fucking willing to do that. They believe it, but that doesn't make it true. Right. And yet that just comes back to the holding on too tightly to those beliefs. Whereas with you, when you hold on to the belief, like, Oh, today's going to be a great day. And then something happens. You're not so firmly held on to the belief that you're able to think, all right, well, now I got to do something else now, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I really do think that that be- attachment to beliefs is causes a lot of suffering. Yeah. You know, it could be that um, the first noble truth in Buddhism is, 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 is life is filled with suffering. Life is suffering. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's, why we have prayer maybe that's why we have such beliefs is because we're suffering so much Mm. and this is a you know this represents a refuge my belief is a refuge my faith is a refuge against my suffering right because life really is painful life is filled with conflict it's filled with unease and dissatisfaction just is so just is we want something to make sense of that i think it's and and i mentioned this before that religion may not just be an ideology it may not be ideological it it's a human condition this need to have beliefs this need to have codes and order in and disorder. systems Almost like needing to, to know certainty to yeah. feel like safe. when i die there is something after death so i'm not suffering so much yeah or there's a reason for my suffering right. and this is what I can do. Right. And before, when I was talking about beliefs, I'm not saying it's good or bad or whatnot. It's when it's used so dogmatically, it causes other people harm. That's when it be- beliefs become an issue. That's I, what I was referring yes. to. Mm-hmm. I mentioned this on the other podcast that I did on Monday. It's. I watched a documentary on Hillary, Hillary Clinton. I have been raised in a very Christian evangelical home. So clearly, right. Raised She's very a Republican. She's evil, right? Satanic lizard person. Yes, for real. And I watched this documentary and have the opposite feeling about her now to the point of, no, I'm good. Thank you. I literally, uh, oh, by the way, let's cheers y'all. Cheers. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Um, I, I believed that Hillary was evil. Anyway, all that. I watched this documentary and literally flipped sides to where at the end of the documentary, I was emotional. Even you guys will be blown away by this. I was so emotional. I wrote Hillary a letter and I told her, I said, you don't know me, but I have viewed you as an evil villain and I'm sorry. 
I just finished watching your Hulu documentary and it totally completely changed my view of you. And I just wanted you to know that you have a fan now. I'm a fan and I'd vote for you if you ever ran for president. So I say that just to say this, it's, and maybe the video, maybe the Hulu series is propaganda to make her seem, I mean, right. I mean, I am very aware that it might've just been a really well done documentary that made, that that just shows the highlight, right. Just shows her in a good light, which makes you go, Oh my God, I was wrong about her the whole time. Maybe she's a fucking evil bitch. I don't know. I mean, you know, I don't know her. She's a human. (laughs) But the reality is I didn't fucking know her before. So I didn't know if she was a bitch or or she was awesome. Well, the fact is you were willing to watch that about her regardless of your your opinions of her. I think there are a lot of people and I, I, we're all guilty of this. That won't even watch it. Well, no, of like living in our own bubble. We all live in our own bubbles where we hear certain things over and over again and if that's all we're exposed to of course we're going to believe that because we don't know anything else so probably all you've ever heard about hillary is those negative opinions you haven't opened yourself up until you watch that so i think we have to get out of our bubble to experience those other opinions because you're going to believe what you if that's all you know yeah and that goes back to even my christian upbringing you know i've and my parents have come a long way which hi mom and dad they listen to my they listen to the podcast hi timmy's hi. parents yeah i'm so proud of them honestly for listening to the podcast and them you know hearing all the things that i say that are so completely contrary to what they think and believe and i I've, I've really been uh, and we and we actually talked about it the other day I, I told them and i said thank you i said thank you for for not continuing to to you know, try, try to, to convince you, right? Try to convince me. Otherwise, now I know privately, you know, they're probably still praying for me. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I realize that's probably part of the deal, and that's fine. I because they love you so much, and they it, right. And here's the thing: where I've gotten to, Maddie, is I am at the place now that I realize I would almost be disappointed if they weren't secretly praying for me. In other words, they are convinced that would mean they'd stopped caring, right? So they do care. Right. They, they don't want me to go to hell. And so they have these views um, and but they've done they've done a really good job of of, you know, they listen to my podcast. They hear all these things I say. The thing that I still struggle with. With people like them or anyone, for that matter, is where they're completely unwilling to have that that mindset of I could be wrong, meaning even me, all the things I say, I, I could be wrong. You know, maybe there is a hell, right? I mean, I, I, I don't think so, but I, like, I literally could be wrong. Did Jesus save the ruled world? You know, I mean, I don't, I don't really think so in that way. Like I used to think, but whatever. And if it was proven beyond a shadow of a doubt that Jesus, you know, never existed or that he was, you know, or whatever, they found some early, early copy of the Bible. And it was like, clearly they fucking changed it. And it's different. The earlier versions that would literally do nothing to me. Like it would not change me at all. But if they discovered a complete Bible and it all of a sudden like took away the divinity of Christ, like 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 an Aramaic written by Jesus. Yeah. Like if they had an original, they found an original copy that dated back to around the time of Jesus. And it was like, 
even Jesus's words going, no, I'm not God. I'm just a prophet. That would literally make no difference to me. But my parents, oh my God, it would fuck up their life. Well, now would it, or would they make some new excuse? So they would double down. Yeah. They would double down. Oh no, that isn't true. No, that's that not was true. That's planted. a full, that's it's a, a conspiracy. Right. That's a good right. Yeah. Conspiracy by the devil. It's or something. it's the whole thing about the flat earth. You know, the guy that dies is a flat earther. He goes to heaven, right? He gets to heaven and he talks to Saint Peter and he's like, Where's God? I gotta talk to God. I gotta ask God about this whole flat earth thing. And he leads him into the the the, the wherever God is and he goes, So what's up with the flat earth? And God laughs and goes, It's not flat, you moron, it's round. And then he, the the guy leaves the leaves the God area and goes, whoa! This conspiracy goes all the way to the right. top. All the way to the top. You know, right. it's like, oh. <laughs> in other words, double down. Yeah. It double down, double down. And that's what I used to do when they would discover things that conflicted with my six thousand year old Earth, Adam and Eve, first two humans. Whenever they said, no, we have you know humans from sixty thousand years ago. Like, well, their dating's wrong. Like there was no, there was no, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong in my fucking beliefs that are just literally pulled out of nowhere. There's no proof or substantial evidence proving what I believe outside of words in the Bible. Because the truth is there with the, with, with the, with the dating and whatnot. And they're just like, Hey, this is what was discovered. And you know, people who doubled down on it, are thinking no 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 that's that's not true that's not true well like the data doesn't care like it is like no one's the <laughs> right. scientists aren't trying to convince anyone that the data like this is it is this is what it is right like that it just is like it yeah. doesn't care what you believe or what you feel um but you mentioning so going back to what you said about your parents and how they've come a long way like i think a lot about um using prayer and faith as a tool, like it's how you use it, like like a hammer. You can either use it to build a porch or beat your neighbor's skull in as right. well. Like for good point, right? I think of I think of my own dad, and I'm so so proud of him from the way he from where he's come. I mean, he came from um his parents divorced when he was when he was pretty young, and he was pretty much just left to his left to his own devices with seven half siblings. Oh shit. Yeah. And with one very exhausted mother trying to like, there's no way you can be. And he pretty much had to learn to survive on his own. Like at one point he told me like, yeah, I didn't have any dreams. I wanted to join the mafia and hurt people at some point. <laughs> and like, and like now he basically his only focus is like, yeah, I don't, I don't care about money or stuff. I just, I love, I love God. I love my family. That's all that matters to me. You know, wow. it's just the community. Yeah. And I think when you when when his faith is used like that, it's super inspiring. And I'm so proud of him. For yeah. That. yeah, it's simplified. Yeah. Isn't it? I mean, we don't have to. It's really, you know, I mean, you ask what is truth. I think it's just love. Mm-hmm. I, I think I mean, that's all we I mean, I hate to be, you know, it's such a cliche and oversimplified. But I think all we really do need is love. Yeah, that's that's truth to me. That's always true. It's never false. Never, it never causes problems, generally yeah. speaking. Uh, so that to me is the ultimate truth. And and that's all you need to master with your, you need to love yourself first 
But that's what truth is, and that's what Jesus taught. That's yep. what all the great spiritual teachers taught. Yeah. There are there are no differences there, and so in that sense, uh, they're all true. If we can reduce it down to something that simple, right? Amen. And if prayer uh, is yeah. loving people, then like even if it was discovered that it was undeniable truth that none of this ever existed, people would still pray and still love each other. Yeah, and that's the beauty of it. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I, I yeah, agree. I believe in a very simple, simple gospel that way. When I think of, of Jesus, I don't, I don't view as the, especially with the, you know, Jesus is the only way I just view that Jesus example of the way was the way of love. It's and a good that example. Is the way. It's a great example. Right, exactly. It is. It's yeah. a fucking great example. It's unbelievable. It is. Yeah. 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 And I think if the more people, even was it Gandhi that said, you know, Jesus, Jesus, I, I love and appreciate, but he's a great teacher. Yeah. But yeah. his followers, I'm you know, confused about all that. <laughs> I'm you know confused I mean? about all what's going on there. Like, I, yeah, love, I don't know what's up there. <laughs> I love your Christ. I'm so exhausted by your Christian. Yeah. It was something yeah, like that. Yeah. It's just like, wow. Yeah. And I think that's where I think, you know, especially in the, my particular upbringing, you know, I reference this a lot because it's, it's all I know. I realized that even my upbringing is so different than like Luke's, which was a very uh, non, uh, it wasn't so dogmatic and narrow minded. And it's this it way and the only way more human and softer. Yeah. Definitely. Human, human like yeah. kind of behavior and understanding. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I am so lucky. I had the parents I had. Oh, mm. you really are. Sounds like it. Yeah. Except and then your girlfriend over here is a Mennonite or your fiance. <laughs> My fiance. <laughs> Whoa, fiance. I, I get those your parents ring. now. Do you have your ring on? I do not. It's out for sizing oh, right now. Oh, <laughs> is it really? Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, excited. Mm. Congratulations. Yeah, Thank I was you. super excited. Did you guys you. pray? For, did you pray for that to happen? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Maddie, he um, was praying that she'd say yes. Yeah. And Maddie was. Okay, that's all right. That's a good prayer. That's all right. <laughs> That's love. That is love. That's lo praying for love. It's all right. I'm sure our parents were. Did you guys set a yeah. date yet? Not yet. Oh, yeah. No. Well, right here is like, I mean, you're inefficient. I can do it. Let's do it. I can <laughs> handle that. Let's do it right now. That's cool. No, we got I mean, our witness. I do. I do a lot. Yeah. Please. You got a witness. I've got um, a, a lot of weddings that people are like, yeah, we're, you know, we're just engaged. We're just, you know, we'll pick a date eventually, but we're just engaged at this point. So yeah, no, no pressure. I would just hope that I would hear when that's going to happen. <laughs> I want to attend for that's sure. That's fair. <laughs> I want to be there and drink drink the Kool-Aid. Um, so going back to, to prayer, if prayer doesn't change God's mind, what, what would you, Bill, what do you think the actual purpose of prayer and or meditation and is there a difference between prayer and meditation and if so what is it oh gosh that's two big questions um i'm sorry can you yeah so uh, if prayer doesn't change god who does it change and then is prayer because you being a buddhist tradition um they're more into meditation you don't call it prayer so in your mind how do you view prayer different from meditation well, different in the in you know, the goal, I think, is the difference. But I think they're both can be a comfort. Um, and this is what I keep going back to, the idea that we're suffering and that we need strength and we need comfort and we need to 
to get through life. And, you know, sometimes that means we have to, to go deep inside of ourselves to learn who we are, to improve. Uh, but that said, meditation isn't about self-help and it isn't really about self-improvement. It comes from that, that happens, but the idea really is, uh, to help others, you know, to have a level of self-awareness yeah. to grow. So, so, so prayer is different in that regard, I guess, because, you know, you're praying for certain things. And whereas if we're meditating in the Buddhist philosophy, and there are different forms of meditation too, but it's a different goal. I think the goals are different. The goals are different, but they're both comforting and they're both pragmatic, I think. Um, and they're both worth doing, I think. Yeah. But, um, if I'm meditating, that doesn't do anything. It's what I do after I meditate that matters. Oh. So people say meditation is a practice and I say, it's not really a practice. It's a rehearsal. Interesting. Oh. You're practicing when you're off. Dude, he's laying some good shit. Yeah. So prayer. It's more, more handing off the responsibility but with meditation it's taking on that responsibility it's taking responsibility yeah for who you are and the way that you cause harm the way that you're not of benefit to others um yeah you know the responsibility for my liberation is is your responsibility so i'm not going to be liberated or at peace unless somebody else is so that's why we meditate it's a really short explanation, but that's that. that's how I see it. That's how I see my practice. But my practice ultimately is right here, right now. It's when I'm driving. It's when I'm standing in the line. It's when I'm living and breathing out in society. That's my practice. So sitting meditation is not a practice. That's that's getting ready to practice. That's interesting. <laughs> I, 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 I once prepared. heard someone say that prayer is is. Um, speaking to god or you know telling god what you want or what need or whatever and then meditation is listening and i thought oh that's interesting listening to yourself i guess yeah 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 because like, yeah. prayer is not about I guess so our yeah. meditation isn't at least how i mean you're the expert on meditation but it's more of an inward rather than like talking to buddha or yeah. talking to whoever it's it's literally just quieting the mind and stilling the soul i'm definitely not an expert but yeah it's it's going inward it's really going inside your own environment and really seeing what you're made of and where your flaws are right and i always viewed prayer as much much more external like, external for I sure get, yeah I, i'm not the i'm not the reason for being like i need to like extend to god you know get outside my body and connect and connect through through christ through jesus yeah through the other power whereas with meditation my understanding is like yeah it's going inward instead so it's like yeah. the directionality well i mean i'm asking myself that. i'm asking why are you suffering bill what is going on i'm asking god why am i suffering god what's going on ah. i'm i'm trying to get to the bottom of what it you're asking is different i'm asking me and if i'm honest enough and also you know if i have good teachers and i have people that support they're going to tell me too because I'm going to ask them too. What's you know what's going on? I'm struggling with this, yeah. with who I am right now, or the way that I'm feeling. So, but yeah, you're asking yourself, what's going? You know, what is this? What's happening? Cool. Why do I think like this? Why do I cause so much suffering in yeah. my mind? When I think about the powers in my right, it's my power. Yeah, 
which that leads me to the question I want to ask now, because I want to ask it of, of Maddie, just as, as a evangelical Christian, I, we would often talk about, you know, have you heard God's voice? You know, has the Holy Spirit spoken to you? Yeah. Wow. Why does that very, happen? Yes. It was a very big part of spiritual growth. It's, Hearing an actual voice. Yeah. Not necessarily audible, but just there's a verse and I can't think of it right now, but maybe I'll just look it up while we're talking about hearing the voice, the voice of God. And, um, I'm going to look that up, uh, Bible hearing the voice. Uh, While you're searching that, yeah. I guess I can add on to it. Like yeah, I, I did, I did grow up with, I mean, not to that extreme. We, no one, ex, I don't think you grow up expecting like, Oh, you, if you don't hear the voice of God, you're not a good enough Christian. Like I didn't have that perspective uh, by no. any means. Yeah. Um, but um, I definitely did experience people that would say that they had heard it. And like, this was what was spurring their actions. Um, I, I never experienced that necessarily. Um, yeah. So that's doesn't hit as close to home, but I definitely know where it's coming from. Yeah. I did. Uh, now I would interpret that as I didn't really hear the voice of God. It was just my own voice and my own heart leading me and guiding me. But there's a verse in John 10, 27 that says my sheep, and you'll know this verse, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they will follow me. And then John 8, 47, whoever is of God, hears the words of God. The reason why you do not hear them is that you are not of God. I mean, so there was this constant, um, teaching of hearing the voice of God, following the voice of God, hearing the Holy Spirit, being led by the Holy Spirit. That was a big thing to the point of, there were times, I, almost every time, I mean, my my life was, I get in my car and I'd say, Holy Spirit, lead me and guide me today. Make me see what I'm supposed to see, hear what I'm supposed to hear, do what I'm supposed to do. You know what I mean? Like the, there was this, now it came from a pure heart and it was, it was setting an intention, right? I mean, so if you think about it now, the way I think of things, I don't look at them in, in this way as much as I look at them in a different way now and go, well, that's, I was setting an intention. I still like the message behind that. Though. Yeah. Right. I mean, even me, as I was saying, I'm like, well, that's not that bad to me. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, like, I, like I don't that. view it the same way, right? but I like the concept of like waking up in the morning saying today's going to be a good day. I'm going to make sales. I'm going to yeah. do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. Now, now I don't think that God's like, okay, I'm going to make that happen. Timmy. <laughs> it was an affirmation. It was an affirmation right. is what it kind of sounds like to right. me. Yeah. So when you think about hearing the voice of God, so you're, you're saying that you've never, um, no, I have not experienced God. that. Sorry, I don't have any fun stories about. Dang it, Maddie, you <laughs> ruined it bodies. for me. <laughs> what about you? Was that part of the method Methodist teaching at all about hearing the voice of God, fully following the Holy Spirit? It, was any of that any part of the teaching at all? Um, honestly, no. I don't think we ever, not like Quakers or something. Like you have to hear, literally hear the voice of God. I mean. We had our rituals, we had our, you know, our sayings that we said over and over, like the doxology and and sure. whatnot. Um, but yeah, no, we never really not that, not not that I can speaking recall. in tongues isn't part no, of the Methodist. God, I used to uh, speak in tongues. I can speak in tongues right yeah, now. Please don't. Yeah, I won't. 
Because <laughs> 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 uh, it's like acting. I could put it on That's and I could right. do it. So I'm curious now in the Catholic tradition or Catholic faith, was there a thing about the Holy Spirit and following the Holy Spirit, listening to the Holy Spirit, being I was guided also by curious that? about that because um, prayer seems to be different because don't you have to go through the priest because only the priest can speak directly to God? Isn't, I don't know. I remember hearing that at some point and I, I don't know where that comes from. Sure. I, I don't know. Um, I don't know about that. I mean, it could be true. It might be true. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm not sure. Um, but I've never heard anybody speak in those terms like God spoke to me or God will speak to you if you're, you know, if you're listening or whatever. Uh, I've, I've never had that conversation with anybody. No one's ever said that, you know, they've had that kind of spiritual experience that they heard God's voice. Although I do, <clears throat> um, I do remember going to a church camp, a Methodist oh, church camp boy. called Institute back in the day. And I just remember... You know, being, you know, when you're an impressionable teenager and whatnot. And I just remember just like getting so hyped up and filled with the spirit. So I guess now that now that I thought about it a little more, I definitely like felt that energy. Like then like I've, I just feel so connected to God right now. And and when they have the campfire on the last day and everyone's sitting around crying because yes. all of a sudden the energy is just. Yeah. Too much How, for them. Yeah. yeah, it's too much. Mm. Much like a like I felt at Michael Jackson concert. It's hysterical. <laughs> it's yeah. It's it's hysteria. It's hysteria. Yeah. Yeah. That's the that's the. It, there's so many things that, like I could tell you guys stories honestly that you'd be like, oh my god, Timmy, that's so like crazy, legit, like magical, like wow, you're special. <laughs> but was uh, the fact that you felt it real or not like you you still felt it right right when you were in that moment right in that moment you know like even my even my whole call to ministry you know have you guys heard my story i've i've heard it yeah it's a really good story it's a neat story i mean it was just basically i was in a in a church service with 500 people and and i prayed in my mind and the speaker that morning you, or what did you pray like i just said god if you're really calling me in the ministry like confirm it like i need you to sign. show me give me a sign and then this guy that was preaching or the woman that was preaching came down off the platform, walked down the hall of the, of the auditorium and pointed at me and said, God just told me to tell you that you are called. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> you know what I mean? So what, what was that? I yeah. Mean, what was that? Yeah. Well, That's I, crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> and, and it's a true story. And what's even crazier Bill, is I actually have that event on cassette tape like you I mean have, a videotape no cassette oh, cassette <laughs> audio <laughs> oh. i literally have the audio cassette of this exactly this thing happening so i don't know what that was because that is a little weird right that i was in an auditorium with about 500 people and i was literally praying to god saying god you know i feel called to the ministry but you know i just don't know if I qualify for this. I'm just such a wild punk kid. I can't believe that you would want me to do something so awesome. And then all of a sudden the speaker that was from Texas here in Kansas city, like, so it wasn't like my pastor that knew me yeah. and knew Timmy really wants to go in the ministry. I mean, it was just random. Like, so I, you know, still to this day, I mean, it, I don't know what I really think about it. 
um i'll be honest with you for the longest time i felt like i was just because i was special like honestly i just like i'm a special person well, maybe you are <laughs> and god handpicked me you're to do something it. awesome you're special timmy just yeah. like everyone else right <laughs> right and so you know now i view it as um maybe it was something with the universe maybe she maybe that speaker just kind of connected eyes with me and thought this kid's special maybe she read your body language Kinda, yeah. or I mean, something you know I, mean? I mean there's so there's so many nuances there that right and there are but probably it, a lot it is of compelling and there might have been a lot of us teenagers that were there that were all like god this thing. is great what are we doing and then so she could have picked me or anybody and it and they'd have been like oh my god they they'd have out. the same story as you right mm. right but the fact that it happened still makes it real like that right. did happen same with the feelings that we have at church camp we still had those feelings and they were right. real for us and i think it's the same with prayer like yep. the feelings you have with prayer they are they exist it's not faked right <laughs> but it's what do you do with those feelings absolutely afterwards? yeah 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 there's a there's a there's a lot to because just what we feel doesn't make anything true, right? I mean, yeah. just like I could feel that Bill's mad at me, mm -hmm. right? And, and no, he might just have gas. You know what I mean? Like he's not mad at me, right? So I think I'm, that, I'm really angry. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that that and I have gas, thing, right? And I have gas. <laughs> I'm angry because I have right. gas. <laughs> and I'm blaming you for that. Uh, yeah. And I, I just I've come to a place in my life that just believing something is so doesn't make it so. You know what I mean? Just. Mm -hmm. I, like I, I don't care what you believe. It that doesn't make it true. It just makes it that that's what you believe, and maybe, you know, maybe that's true. Um, right. So I think part of I guess to bring this, you know, down to talking about prayer and is it effective? I think it is, but I don't think it is because it isn't. It isn't. Right. It's like, it, it is because you believe that it is and you're getting it out in the universe. You're hearing yourself pray it. You know, you're saying you're going to get a job. You're hearing yourself get a job. It's real. Does that make sense? Like yes. it's, it's all it's of a, it together. It's, it's not positive. that God in heaven is like, Oh, now that you prayed, I'm right. going to get you a job. Right. You help initiate this positive affirmation feedback loop. Right. Mm -hmm. Because there are people that don't believe that they're great, that don't believe they're going to get the job and they get the job. There are some people that believe they're going to get the job and they don't get the job. Like there is no, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Going back to people that prayed their child will be healed. And some did and some didn't. So what was the deal? Was God like, no, I don't want to heal that kid, but I'm going to heal this kid. Like, I can't, I can't believe that. I can't believe that God's in heaven going, well, I'm going to heal little, little Timmy over here, but I'm not going to heal little Luke. Like what? Like, Especially if one person prayed better than the other yeah. or prayed for a few minutes longer. Right. That's part of the teaching I was raised in they've about earned, the faith thing. They've earned it, and this other person really has it. Right. They're not really righteous. If you prayed and got it, it's because you had the faith and really were right. If he prayed and didn't get it well, apparently Luke didn't have. Sorry. That, that's, guys, that moves me emotionally because that's so fucking toxic. That's so not. Not right. That's just, I mean, it's not right. It's not right. No. Yeah. I mean, it's like I, I had a friend that she couldn't have babies. She had an abortion when she was 15. So as an adult, as a 40 year old, she couldn't have kids. And so she thought it was the curse from getting an abortion. And I, this was even before I was where I'm at now. And I remember I told her, I said, 
her name. I said, so-and-so, listen, <laughs> I know a person over here named whatever, make this name up, Jamie. She had an abortion and she was on meth and she got pregnant and had a baby. So there's like, you having an abortion it's is not, not your punishment, fault. right? It's you're not being punished for your abortion. It just is what it fucking is. Like it, there is no, like, I don't understand how, and this is where I get judgmental and I need to work through this, but it's like, I can't even for a second believe how could someone believe that? How could someone in their right mind believe that this person had an abortion and this person had an abortion and yet, you know, they're praying for a kid and can't have one, but yet it's God cursing them because of their abortion. But then this person had an abortion. They're having a kid. Wait, <laughs> I just don't see how people believe that kind of it's, I don't even, I like, I can't even, it's too it, random. It's just yeah. ridiculous. There's no rhyme or reason. Just like Ida, the fucking hurricane that fucking demolished, um, whatever, New Orleans. New Orleans. It's like, there were people praying. Probably still are. Right. And some people were praying and their house was they've passed lost, over. They've lost everything. And then other people fucking were praying and their fucking house is completely gone. Right. I don't know. I, I that's so when it comes down to prayer, I am again, I, I could be wrong guys, right? But my personal conviction is it's more for, it's more for me setting my intention and aligning myself with either God or the universe or love or whatever. Like it's, it's putting me in a good place regardless of whether Ida took my home or not. I'm praying not to protect my home as much as to protect me as mm. a, Soul, right? Does that make sense? I don't know. Right, like mm -hmm. it, absolutely. It does. Yeah, it does make sense. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It is, and it is like it isn't and isn't. Like you can use prayer as this beautiful tool to connect with people, or you can use it as this disingenuous way to pawn off um, any sort of care. For example, let's say someone's family was a victim of gun violence, and they say, "Oh, thoughts and prayers," like. Yeah. No, that doesn't help. Like you clearly don't care. Yeah. Like, it's clearly so inauthentic. It's offensive at that point. Yeah. So Ch it's cheap. It's cheap. It it's very it's cheap. cheap. Yeah. Yeah. I, there was a, I'm on Twitter and have been on Twitter forever and I never do anything with it. And there's some weird evangelical crazy person. I didn't want to mention his name that said something on Twitter. And I saw the, tweet and it just like i tried to not i just tried to like okay i'm just gonna ignore it but basically like welcome to twitter <laughs> yeah like you know look what god is doing god is whatever you know blessing whatever and i tried so hard not to say anything and finally i just like i can't i can't so i just tweeted to him <laughs> to him i said you're a freak and people are coming to see a freak show it's not god it's just your, you know, whatever he was like, shock it's craziness. Yeah. It's this yeah. crazy. I mean, he's Radical. the one that's COVID is a conspiracy. It's not real. He's an anti-vaxxer. He's like crazy town. And there was things that he was saying that, you know, whatever, just again, mm -hmm. I'm not vaccinated, but it, there's a reason I'm not because I got COVID and I don't feel like I need it, but he's an anti-vaxxer, right? There's a conspiracy. I'm like, no, there's no fuck. No moron. There's no conspiracy. 
the vaccination is a good thing. It was created for a good reason. You freaking moron. Anyway, but just some of the things he was saying, I was like, I can't not comment. I can't not acknowledge that you are not using your brain. You know, like, like I, I saw one of the things like we were praying and God passed over. Ida passed over our house and protected us. And mm. what about all those people that <sighs> were praying and it didn't pass over their house? Maddie, so that's now- the thing, Maddie. That's what it then- aggravates me. Cause it's like, that's wrong. That's wrong. Like yeah. you're so special that God fucking came down out of heaven to protect your little fucking house and then slaughtered everybody else. It's yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. It's it's simply and I'm sure and I'm sure that person opened up their doors to let all those stranded people in and made sure they were taken care of, right? No. <laughs> but that would be nice if they had. <laughs> yeah, it's I guess I guess for me it uh, it's weird cuz I so value prayer, I just don't see it as I'm moving the hand of God. Well, if we want to put it back into action, because this is about prayer and we are spiritual people, hence the spiritual podcast. I love what Bill said about meditation. Like, why can't we make prayer like that? Let's sit in silence. Let's listen. Let's put it into action. Yeah. Like, let's just change our view and perspective of it. Meditation as a form of getting ready for action. Ooh. Yeah. I like that, the rehearsal. Yeah. It's like yeah. a rehearsal. Yeah, learning how to learning action, how though. to love is really the whole point yeah. of all this is learning how to love isn't it i mean isn't that the whole point of religion and Wasn't that what yeah. jesus said what was it there was a like when talking about being warmed and filled what's that little story of when jesus says you know is it better to say be warmed and filled or to actually warm and fill someone you know i mean like feeding them and clothing them mm-hmm. compared right. to sure just wishing that on them yeah. right so let's not just speak about it let's Let's do something about it. Yeah. We have these um, in Zen, in the Zen tradition, they have what they call the uh, three pure vows. And the three pure vows are to do no harm, to be of benefit, and to cultivate the mind. Oh. And those I are the that. three pure that. vows. And that if you just wake up and say that every morning today, I'm going to be of benefit. I'm not going to do any harm. I'm going to cultivate my mind, which you could also say cultivate my heart. To, you can put those two together with with ease. But three pure vows. I love that. Gosh, I love that. Yeah. Let's, you want to end yeah. it right there? That was yeah. beautiful. Say it. Can you say it just one more time? Yeah, say it one more time. Let's end it with uh, this. The three pure vows of Zen and the Zen philosophy of Buddhist thought. Um, we base our behavior. We try to model our behavior over, uh, on the three pure vows. So, uh, the three pure vows again are to uh, to do no harm, to try to be a benefit, and to cultivate your mind or your heart or both. Gosh, guys! If that's a- not a summary of Amen. prayer, or should be there yeah. seriously, yeah, right that's on. The summary Amen. of yeah, prayer, perfect. Yeah, I love it, guys. Thank you for being here tonight. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. <laughs> Until next week, wine, water to wine. Or whiskey. I like that. Yeah, whiskey whiskey. to water to whiskey or water to wine. (laughs) Water to wine or whiskey. (laughs) I wonder if it'll be water to weed. Will that ever happen, you think? (laughs) All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Peace.